Today is the 18th of May, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray, and I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, you can download our Walking the Way prayer book and today's script. The link's in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, you'd like more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Links again are in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Lord our God, Father of us all, help us to know something of you in our hearts. Each one of us is different with our own particular needs. But we are all your children and should all become children of your Spirit. Then even in the difficulties of life, and the struggles, the temptations, the sorrows, we can be courageous and remain in you, you who are victorious in every aspect of life. Protect and strengthen us, Lord, in all of our ways. We praise you for all that you've done, and for all the help that you've given us. Amen. Luke 14, verse 34. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, there is no way to make it salty again. Salt is good. It has a bit of a bad reputation when it comes to our health, but there is no doubt that salt is good. In the time of Jesus, salt had all sorts of uses uses outside of cooking. It was used as a catalyst for fire, was used to preserve things. It was a form of antibiotic and was often used as a fertilizer. All good things. So despite what my doctor says about it, salt makes the world a better place. And so do we. When Jesus says we are like salt, he means we bring a whole lot of good things to the world around us. Now, interestingly, chemically, salt cannot lose its saltiness. Salt or sodium chloride, as we know it today, will always be salty unless it's contaminated with something else. And contaminated salt is dangerous, as it can have the opposite effect that salt has. And very often that is poisonous. So as we go through our lives, we need to make sure that we're not contaminated by the things of the world if we want to keep being all the good things that salt is to our world. Saltiness is holiness then. And Jesus tells us to be holy as the Father is holy. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read Luke 14.
Let's pray as we approach the scriptures this morning, shall we? Father, we read these words of Luke, and we ask that you speak to us today. Give us wisdom to read it, grace to respond to it, and power to live it out. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Good News Translation, and today I'm reading Luke 14. One Sabbath, Jesus went to eat a meal at the home of one of the leading Pharisees, and people were watching Jesus closely. A man whose arms and legs were swollen came to Jesus, and Jesus spoke up and asked the teachers of the law and the Pharisees, Does our law allow healing on the Sabbath or not? But they would not say a thing. Jesus took the man, healed him, and sent him away. Then he said to them, If any one of you had a child or an ox that happened to fall into a well on the Sabbath, would you not pull it out at once on the Sabbath itself? But they were not able to answer him about this. Jesus noticed how some of the guests were choosing the best places, so he told them this parable to all of them. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not sit down in the best place. It could happen that someone more important than you has been invited and your host, who invited both of you, would have to come and say to you, let him have this place. Then you would be embarrassed and have to sit in the lowest place. Instead, when you are invited, go and sit in the lowest place so that your host will come to you and say, come on up, my friend, to a better place. This will bring you honor in the presence of all the other guests. For those who make themselves great will be humble, and those who humble themselves will be made great. Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your rich neighbors, for they will invite you back, and in this way you will be paid for what you did. When you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed because they are not able to pay you back. God will repay you on the day that good people rise from death. When one of the guests sitting at the table heard this, he said to Jesus, How happy are those who will sit down at the feast in the kingdom of God? Jesus said to him, There was once a man who was giving a great feast to which he invited many people. When it was time for the feast, he sent a servant to tell the guests, Come, everything is ready. But they all began, one after another, to make excuses. The first one told the servant, I've bought a field and must go look after it. Please accept my apologies. Another one said, I've bought five pairs of oxen and I'm on my way to try them, but please accept my apologies. Another one said, I've just gotten married, and for that reason I cannot come. The servant went back and told all this to his master. The master was furious and said to his servant, Hurry out to the streets and alleys of the town and bring back the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Soon the servant said, Your order has been carried out, sir, but there is room for more. So the master said to the servant, Go out to the country lanes and roads and make people come in, so that my house will be full. I tell you all that none of those who are invited will taste my dinner. Once, when a large crowd of people were going along with Jesus, he turned and said to them, Those who come to me cannot be my disciples unless they love me more than they love father, mother, wife, children, brothers, sisters, and themselves as well. Those who do not carry their own cross and come after me cannot be my disciples. If one of you is planning to build a tower, you sit down first and figure out how much it will cost to see if you have enough money to finish the job. If you don't, you will not be able to finish the tower after laying the foundation, and all who see what happened will make fun of you. You began to build but can't finish the job, they will say. If a king goes out with 10,000 men, 
to fight another king who comes against him with 20,000 men. He will sit down first and decide if he's strong enough to face that other king. If he isn't, he will send messengers to meet the other king, to ask for terms of peace while he is still a long way off. In the same way, concluded Jesus, none of you can be my disciple unless you give up everything you have. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, there is no way to make it salty again. It is no good for the soil or for the manure pile. It is thrown away. Listen then, if you have ears. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about those bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that we're continuing to pray for the situation in Ukraine. We give thanks to God for the safe evacuation of the soldiers from the steel plant in Mariupol. And we ask that God bring a swift a swift end to the conflict there. But our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer handbook is for the towns we live in. So let's offer up our towns to God, shall we? Let's pray. Gracious friend and God of compassion, we reach out to you for understanding whilst hardly understanding ourselves. We turn to you for eternal truths but can barely look ourselves in the eye when our words are less than honest. We ask that our open hearts be blessed by you, yet dither and deny when your existence is questioned or challenged. We ask that poverty ends here, ends now. Yet look over our shoulder in horror when a hand is held out in desperation. 
God of our understanding, help us to see the real face, ours and yours. Help us to see the real needs, ours and theirs. And help us catch a glimpse of a world that can be. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.